This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The guy who mentored JT, Real Muto. Let's find out if this guy was taking care of part of his contract. If not... What does he look like in pinstripes for the first time in his career? Jeff Mathis joining me right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast coming up next. In the air to left field. Going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home. Ball there. Coming, coming down. down. What up? episode of Pine Talk for Breakfast. I am your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. And I thought it'd be fun to bring on a former teammate, good buddy of mine. Uh, one that we enjoyed a few laughs over a certain former catcher slash manager. But it's a former teammate. I'm going to say former friend after he signed one of my bats for me. Uh, Jeff Mathis. Jeff, how are you? I'm good, Kev. I'm good, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I wish, I wish I had a chance to see you just to be honest, um, doing these games from afar and, and, and watching is not the same, but, uh, baseball's here and that is a, uh, a fantastic, you know, thing to say. Yeah. I hear you, man. That's, that's the most important thing, right? I mean, last year was a little weird and not having fans in the stands and, you know, weird in a bunch of different aspects, but it's, it's been nice. Uh, this camp to have have fans back in the stands and, and baseball to be going so uh, it's it's been nice i mean i know you're a marlins favorite so i don't want to put you up against that but it was like you were playing in, at miami park at marlins park all the time huh? <laughs> Jeez. yeah it was um it, it was definitely interesting and something that took some getting used to um, yeah. i know for everybody um but you know, we got through it, and you know, like I said, hopefully things keep trending in the right direction, and, and there'll be there'll be fans in the stands this year. Well, oh, I bring that up because obviously the last couple of years you've been with the Rangers, they open up a brand new ballpark, and it's like you know a place that they want to celebrate, and you can't. You know, the first time fans were in there for the series, so you get to spring training, and there's some fans. Whether it's five fans or twenty two hundred fans, what's it been like for you, someone that's been around a lot of fans in your entire life? Uh, and career uh, to finally see them again, like just to be, you know, catching in front of human bodies. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good. Just just walking in, you know, before the game out there for, for pregame stretching and getting loose and just seeing people out moving around, eating hot dogs, you know, just the buzz in the stands. It was it was awesome. And um, compared to being in that, that awesome stadium there in, there in Texas and, not having a body in the stands for, for all of our season, you know, it was very refreshing to, to experience that, you know, back on the 28th when we opened up camp. With the Dome, I mean, how was it Was it weird and eerie, you think, like to uh, way more of an extent with no fans in, in, in Texas this last year? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was strange um, because you had this big brand-new ballpark and there was so much – you know, buzz and excitement around that. And then, um, 
you know, but I guess the the one thing about it was having the the second spring training in there yeah. and kind of getting used to you know nobody's being in the stands and being in there um, kind of helped help things out as far as uh, that trans transition goes. So, what's the transition been like for you? First time in your career, you've put on pinstripes of any kind. Between the Angels, yeah. Angels, Jays, Marlins, D-backs, Rangers, no one has ever had pinstripes. Yeah, you know, that's funny, man. I, I knew something was a little different when I first <laughs> put, the, put those pinstripes on. I mean, it felt nice and looked good, but, you know, that that's right, man. I didn't even think about that. No, I mean, you can be like, fun fact. <laughs> first thing you walk out, ask the ump. Be like, hey, pinstripes, what do you think? Good on me, bad on me? <laughs> you know, it's, it's unbelievable. So... We go back all the way to 2010. Uh, I maybe have mentioned a story about a video um, of you and Nap took of uh, of Soch with the, uh, the pizza underneath the salad. But uh, we're not going to spend any time on that. But there, there's certain things that uh, go into those <laughs> times with the Angels. You learned a ton. And by you having that education, I feel like, with, with the Angels, you're still here now. You're going to turn... Damn, you're gonna turn 38 at the end of the at the end of the month. Uh, yes, sir. What? How much have you taken from your time with the Angels to now? Because I feel like that's a huge part of it. Yeah, it is for sure. I mean, I'm, I respect Sosh, you know, the utmost, and I appreciate everything he did for me, and he and he taught me um, because it's carried carried and stayed with me throughout my career and and helped me kind of stick around. Um, you know, being around a lot of those guys, you know, Nap uh the Molinas early on in my career. Um Bobby Wilson's Ram Buddies. I mean all all those guys that um you know I played with. We worked together. We bounced stuff off of each other. Like uh, that was that was a fun that was a fun time for me in my career and something that's definitely helped me um you know still still be around. You go to Toronto, then you go to Miami, and that's where most Phillies fans will remember you because you spent what uh 13, 14, 15, 16 there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a guy behind you in the minor leagues and then uh, in the big leagues. Uh, he's pretty good. You happen to be with him again in JT Real Muto. Like, so first off, number one, did he give you anything for him signing a contract? You know, because you, I mean, you were the mentor. I mean, you got you to gotta take care of that. Oh, man. He's, you know, I, I was telling somebody the other day, I'm just so happy for him, man. What a what a good dude he is. And, oh uh, you know, it was I was thankful to have that time with him back in Miami and, you know, be able to work together and then, then play together in the big leagues and just watching him mature and, you know, come together as a as a all-star big league you know superstar player it's um it's been fun to watch and just just proud proud for him and and, and the family what is it about him that's different than most catchers in your in your mind i'm not talking about like a a scout asking anything but from you your perspective as a teammate of his uh, i mean the athleticism stands out big time i mean it did when he first made that transition behind the plate when you know he first started doing it and just watching him go through some of those drills and, you know, you knew it was only a matter of time before he picked up on the, the fundamental side of things. And, you know, yes, here we are. Here we are now I mean, watching watching him do these special things you know, on the diamond. Well, it's crazy because, like, you know, Jason Kendall was that one that you would think for a long time was the, the athletic one. I mean, he, he runs circles around Jason Kendall. Um, because like the the average catcher running right is is slightly a, above below average speed, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an above average runner. And so like people are going, well, this you can't give a catcher that. It's like, well, when he ages, he ages to average. <laughs> you know, as far as his, his wheels, I'm like, God, that what would that be like? Like what would I, be? I know, dude. I mean he's yeah, he's got he's got he's got a lot of it, man. He's still moving good, you know. Um back then he was, you know, re- really getting down the line stuff but uh you know it's it's fun to watch him move around um you know whether it's running whether it's getting the ball down the second when a runner takes off you know that you know you just you really get to see some athleticism and um you know it's just it's been it's been fun to watch from afar well for you i mean like another guy that you, you've been teammates with caught um actually is is archie bradley and that's another big signing for the phillies this offseason um what we as broadcasters sense from him is that, yeah, there's some show, you know, in, in him. There, there's a, a, a little bit of that, but there's a lot of backing it up, and there's a lot of attitude behind it and in such a great way, uh, an edge that he has. What, what does Archie Bradley bring to Jeff Mathis in, in, in the way that you look at him? Uh, energy. I mean, he's, there's never a dull moment when he's around and dug out bullpen clubhouse um you know and some guys might be looking at him like oh goodness but it's it's 24 <laughs> 7 it's not like you know it's not like every now and again and that's something that you know um you know i notice and, and respect is good bad you know he's always bringing that energy he's ready to go and and when he gets out there on the bump it's it's, it's full bore you know competitor and that's something that uh, that we all can appreciate you know do you realize that he's thrown to you more than any other catcher in the game that he's pitched to Maybe not innings-wise, but games-wise. Huh. Yeah, how about that? Wow. By the way. Yeah, I mean, he was he was really good for up. us, you know, when we were together and, <laughs> you know, made that transition out there to the pen and um, just really took it head on. And, you know, now here we are and he's doing some big things. But, dude, you've been around so many pitchers that are are it, right? They're the guy. And, and they, they're, they're struggling as starters and they want them to transition the pen. And it's like, no. No, no. I think two that are really good that you've had are Brad Hand and and, and Archie Bradley. There's been a, a bunch I feel like that have fought it, you know. And and I'm not yeah. saying anything about you 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 making decisions on this, but let's say guys on this team are asked to do certain things that um, might not be what they want. Like, how do you go about it? Like, as a catcher, as a teammate, being you know because they're looking at you as part of the trust factor in, in, in this whole thing getting someone to buy into that job well i i think it's just it's uh, i don't know the answer to it kev but just being versatile i mean the, the name of the game you know we all were blessed to get here and, and finding ways to stick around and stay and contribute are are, are huge you know and and yeah, that's ultimately what later. we want to yeah. do right like we <laughs> want to win ball games you want to we want to compete and we want to stick and stay in the show and um you know i just think it's that that mindset of whatever it takes to do that um yeah. it's something that you know guys got to grab grab a hold of and you know just just you know make it happen well, what drives you i mean i i had this conversation because my dad and i were, were like when you signed over i was like yeah because i love it the fact that you're still going and there's a uh there's a bunch of us that were kind of ousted from the game at, at an earlier age. It was kind of weird. And it's like everyone that gets past that and continues on, it's like you become even more of a fan of. It's like what what, what drives you? Uh, I mean, the competition, you know, obviously number one. But, 
being around the guys, man, you know how I am. I, <laughs> I enjoy that camaraderie in the club. No, you hate it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good God. I'm people, man, and, um, you know, just having success along with the group, you know, nothing like a nothing like a W and sitting in the clubhouse after the game and hashing it out. With the maybe water. Having, maybe having a water or two. And, <laughs> uh, you know, th- those type of things, man, that's something that, uh, that drives me, motivates me, and, um, you know, I, I still love it. And just thankful that I'm, I'm able to still put a jersey on at the moment. Absolutely. And then, like, if, if there is. If there is that chance this year that you are a Philadelphia Philly and you're in, like you've been around this game, you've been in some tough divisions uh, and where you've played, this is insane. The amount of talent that's in this division right now and you're like, damn. Like you're worried about today. You're worried about the next day that you you get to the yard. I get that. But like when you look at at the NL East, because we all do, like you just go, man, this is Awesome! I want to be a part of this more than anything because I, I there's there, there's I don't know it just dry it drives people right that that competition. Oh, for sure. I mean, you see those guys and you know some of those ball clubs in this in this East are stacked <laughs> and and you like you look at it and you're like, man, they got some good players. But at the same time, too, it's like, okay, you know, let's strap it up and let's go and and let's compete and see you know see what happens you know in seven oh five. And if, if at seven oh five, it's like all the stuff that's written. Like <clears throat> I find it to be a, uh, <laughs> it's almost comical. Like the Orioles were given a zero percent chance by Fangraphs to uh, make the playoffs this year. The Pirates zero point four. It's like then why do you even do it? Like why do why do we put up those numbers to try to drive away people when it should be like, dude, it's baseball. There's always an opportunity. That's right. Everybody's going to have their opinion, but at the end of the day, like there's some professionals that are running out of both of those dugouts, and you know anything can happen on any given day, and you know that's why that's why we play play ball games every day, Kev. Yeah. Oh, you kidding me? Like, that, dude, I love to compete in damn uh, in golf, just based on like there's no, you know what I mean? Because I, I miss that competition. I, I miss you, PP. I miss I that you. opportunity. I'm like, I'm jealous of you every day because you get to go out there and do it. Yes, sir. And that's the thing I was thinking about, too, you know, about a month ago. It's just like, man, you know, all those little things that you just mentioned and, and some others. It's like, man, I'm those those things are real. I'm going to miss those things, like, what's man. Your fa- and, what's your favorite thing? Like a spring training, if you were to say there's one thing, that all the spring trainings you've been a part of, like what is your favorite part of spring? Ooh, oh, man. Spring? Well, lately, trying to trying to get the, rid of these sornesses and uh, – <laughs> You know, I would have to say a coffee in the in the in the hot tub in the morning is one of my favorite things right now. But, oh, that, but that uh, ain't a lie. That was, dude. That literally is the one thing I miss like about my routine was going in the tubs and just like the 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 contrast. I was like, this is awesome, and I miss it. Yeah, no, I hear you, buddy, and and so many little things like that. But you know, being out on the field, stretch and cutting up, and you know. Bullcrapping with the guys. I mean, that's something that I, that I enjoy, and it kind of stinks right now because you know we still got these protocols, and you know I definitely get it and understand, but we just all haven't been really together yeah. as a as a group, and so I, you know I missed that a little bit, and hopefully that you know start to change here in the next couple of weeks. But um, you know, just those little things like that, man, are you know exciting and what gets me up in the morning and gets me excited about rolling into into the stadium. Oh, I hope so. Because, like, for me, when I, I think of you, I, you you've been, like, <clears throat> with all the teams that you have, like, the Angels started out right when it came to spring training and making it fun. 
like to an extent yeah. you got to the games and it was like a a different world for you catchers but uh like just not having that that full team camaraderie the the, the 70 plus guys or 60 plus guys in a clubhouse it sucks i get it and there's reasons for it we totally get it but like trying to build that camaraderie it it, it is huge it makes it it makes it tough right now um but you know no doubt that uh, in these coming weeks that, you know, that stuff will start to happen and fall into place. But you're right, you know, back in Anaheim, you know, Sosh did a good job of, like, including everybody and, and you know, trying to build that from day one. And, and that's something that's kind of always stuck with me and something that I've appreciated and, and enjoyed. What what What's for you? Like, have you have you thought about, would you want to be a manager in this game? Uh, It's something that I've always thought about, Kev. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, because you're building your brand right here on Pine Tower for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> baseball is all I know, man. It's all I've done for a while, and I've been blessed to be able to do that. And um, you know, what, whatever happens, happens. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to stay in the game in some shape, shape, or fashion. And if you know, if it's managing, great. If it's if it's another avenue, then you know, well, so I, be it. I, I bring it up because it just it's incredible to think about, like all the great managers that we've had in recent years that have you know, come out of nowhere pretty much. And you've, you've not come out of nowhere, like a David Ross, like a guy like that, like who's had so much success. It's like what, you know, I don't know, all the different types of, of, of learnings. You're still the same dude. Like you were the same person I met in 2010 who I never hung out with, but we, I mean, from afar, it was great. Right. Like great teammates. Um, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's something that, <laughs> Yeah, never, never hung out. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the part about it, you know, like you said, is is being a good teammate, being a good person, and building those relationships. And I've been thankful uh, and blessed along my route to meet some really good people that have taught me and showed me, and, yeah. you know, inspired me to to do that and to do it the right way, and you know, showed me how to handle different relationships and people. And that's something that I'm very grateful for. And um, you know, very who would you, who would you say is number one, like for you, like back in 05? Like teammate yeah. or? Yeah. Oh, man. I think because, I mean, coach-wise, I'm sure Peach was a part of that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, um, man, that's, 05 was. That was a long it was time an interesting ago. year. For, yeah, and it was an interesting year. The September call-up, um, you know, that, that was my first taste of, of the show. But, um, you know, back then I was really close. Me and Dallas McPherson yeah. did, were, were doing a lot of hanging out. Uh, but in the big leagues, you know, then, then me and Nap kind of hit it off <laughs> and uh, became roommates. Oh. And, you know, like and it was brothers. Yeah, yeah, pretty much living together and. You know, just, uh, you know, building that relationship. So he's obviously up there at the top of my list. But, you know, just thankful for all of that and, and the people that I've been able to be around and enjoy some fun times with. Obviously, with going through other teams, you've played with, like, guys that you've played with in the past. And, like, have you ever thought to yourself, like, going, damn, glad I was good to that guy. You know, that, now you got JT and Archie back, you know, his teammates, and you're going – Man, I treat them well. Thank God, right? Like now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and you know, and at the same time, you never know, Kev. You never know, like when you're gonna cross paths with people and when you're gonna see them again. And you know, that's one thing too that I think motivates motivates me to try to, you know, 
be the best teammate I can be because not only will that benefit the team then and there, but, you know, down the road, hopefully, if you do cross paths again, you know, hopefully it'll be in a, be in a good light and beneficial to you and the team or whatever, you know, spot you're in in the future. Well, I, I just, all I know from a uh, personal standpoint, I'm stoked that you're here. Uh, I hope I get a chance to be talking about many of the bats this year um, or just in general, you know, it, it, it's like the things that you miss, you, you miss old teammates and, and being able to see you uh, day in, day out would be awesome. And I can't wait. Well, I appreciate it, man. And I, like I said, I'm thankful to be here and, you know, we'll see what happens. And, and until then, man, I'm just trying to enjoy it and trying to, you know, go out there every day and, you know, just take it all in. And, you know, like I said, we'll, whatever happens, happens. And You just dropped five what? cliches into one right there. You realize that? Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not trying to. <laughs> That's all right. Like, like, if you've played a while, like, you are you are salty. So you, you should have all the cliches down. Yeah, I've heard a few. I've heard a few <laughs> from time to time. Well, Jeff Mathis, thank you for joining me right here on Pie Top for Breakfast. I am glad your brand is being built even stronger than ever. Uh, and don't be afraid to uh, tell Archie Bradley that he needs to come on here and uh, li- li- listen to Pops, all right? Yes, sir. I will, I'll definitely relay that message, buddy, and thanks for having me. Good chatting with you, and um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll catch you up again soon. And, yes, we will. Jeff Mathis, thank you for joining me on Pine Tar for breakfast and a little insight on – one of your catchers for the Philadelphia Phillies and just longtime friend, longtime teammate, but uh, or one-time teammate, let's say one season, but always been close. And um, man, I just hope for for him to be here in Philadelphia because I think not only does Andrew Knapp benefit, JT Romuto benefit, the pitchers will benefit. Fans will benefit because I, I just find the the strength of this guy is is not only just in his catching but his ability to uh, to connect and, and and get the most out of his his teammates and yeah I'm just I'm I'm fired up so till next time at Kevin Franz on Twitter appreciate you listening and giving former teammate Jeff Mathis a little love right here on Five Dollar for Breakfast peace Kevin Franz is out of here.
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.